Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I'm your host, Sky Guasco. You are listening to the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast. Please follow us on Instagram at fantasy football underscore TCK pod and on Twitter at TCK underscore pod. You can find all of our rankings and multiple articles at TCKpod.com. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get into it. What up, TCK Potters? Sky Guasco back with you for another episode of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, a.k.a. TCK Pod. This is the start of week 12, episode 309 for the TCK Pod, ballers and stallers from week 12, and we'll get into the waiver wire pickups quickly before uh, Thanksgiving games on Thursday, and then, of course, uh, the week 12 weekend. Hope you're all having a wonderful week. Hope you all have a safe Thanksgiving while you are traveling. Of course, uh, be smart yourself and uh, your family and your neighbor hope everyone does well let's get right into this ballers and stallers for week 12 ballers of course top performers stallers performers that may have let you down depending on where you put them in let's get right into it quarterback position Deshaun Watson the top quarterback on the week this week against the Patriots he was my start of uh, excuse me my sit of the week in another column because of the matchups and how he was playing and the Patriots and yada, yada, this one blew up on my face. Deshaun Watson played very, very well. 31 fantasy points, 344 yards, a rushing touchdown, two passing scores, 36 yards on the ground. Deshaun Watson, your number one quarterback on the week. But boy, Jay Herbs, Justin Herbert, 366 and three touchdowns on the day versus the Jets. No surprise there. 28 fantasy points for him. Taysom Hill, the quote-unquote quarterback for the Saints, 233 through the air, no touchdowns, but he has 10 carries, 51 yards, and two scores on the ground. 24 fantasy points for Taysom Hill playing the quarterback position. If you had him in ESPN and you had the uh, legal cheat code, congratulations there. Jared Goff, number four on the week, 376 and three, two t- uh, interceptions, but he had those three touchdowns and a big win over the Buccaneers on Monday Night Football, 23 fantasy points for him Kirk Cousins second great game in a row 314 and three two incredible uh, touchdowns to Adam Thielen 23 points for him uh Ryan Tannehill 259 and two scores 35 yards on the ground as well versus the Ravens Aaron Rodgers 311 and three uh for him against the Colts in a loss the Colts win in overtime there with a field goal by blanket chip 22 fantasy points for Aaron Rodgers Derek Carr Pat Mahomes Philip Rivers, Kyler Murray, and Russell Wilson all get you over 20 fantasy points. A couple honorable mentions there. Andy Dalton returns two of three and three. Played very well for the Cowboys. 19 fantasy points. Cam Newton, 365. Second highest performance on the year. One touchdown passing. First touchdown to a receiver for the Patriots all season. That's insane. Week 11, first touchdown to a receiver from Cam Newton all season long. 365. Great game from him. Big Ben Roethlisberger. 267 and two Lamar Jackson, 186 and one 51 yards on the ground. Those guys are all over 15 fantasy points. Now a couple quarterbacks, you may have started under 15 fantasy points. Carson Wentz, 235 and two 
two costly picks, one of those at the end of the game, the other one at pick six to start the game. Carson Wentz, no thank you. If you have another quarterback option, I would just drop him. I'm not playing him the rest of the season. Uh, doubt you played Joe Flacco, but as you'll hear from Lucas Kaser this week, as we recap the games, he did start Joe Flacco in our TCK Listener League. He got that W, 205 points and two touchdowns for Flacco. You played him in Superflex. Uh, Tom Brady, 216 and two, two costly picks as well. Joe Burrow, 203 and one, of course, out for the season with a nasty knee injury. We wish him the best for the offseason, hopefully a safe return next year. Drew Locke, P.J. Walker, if he filled in for Teddy Bridgewater, Alex Smith and Superflex, Matt Stafford, Tua Baker, Matt Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick filled in for Tua, but nobody started him there. Um, all let you down, unfortunately, there. A couple names to consider. Jalen Hurts for the Eagles, Jacoby Brissett for the uh, Colts with Phillip Rivers a little bit banged up, and Ryan Fitzpatrick and Ryan Finley for the Bengals and the Dolphins if Tua, um, who got benched in this game, remains out. I don't think he will. Looks like he was just kind of trying to get a spark going with Fitzpatrick who threw an interception in the end zone to end the game. So it uh, looks like Tua will be back, but just keep an eye on that. Let's go to the running backs here. The top performers, ballers for the running backs. Once again, Dalvin Cook, 27 carries, 115 yards and a touchdown, 45 yards through the air on five catches. We like to see that. Dalvin Cook has not been much of a receiver this year, but five catches in this one, 45 yards there, 25 PBR fantasy points. CEH, second on the week with 14 carries, 69 yards, and two scores. Just one catch, but 21 fantasy points there. Derrick Henry, 28 carries, 133, and one uh, on the ground. And uh, most of that production came on the final drive of the game in overtime with that touchdown to beat the Baltimore Ravens. Zeke Elliott bounces back in a big way. First 100-yard game on the season, 21 carries, 103 yards, and a receiving touchdown there. Good to see Zeke bounce back, 19 fantasy points. J.K. Dobbins, great game here, 15 carries, 70 yards, and a touchdown, 15 through the air. He will be out, though, this week with Mark Ingram, as I will mention in the uh, waiver wire column um, at the end of the episode. Gus Edwards is worth a pickup this week, maybe even Justin Hill in deep league. J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram out due to COVID connection. Keeping on that. Melvin Gordon, nice game here. Two scores, 84 yards on the ground, 18 fantasy points. Carlos Hyde fills in well, coming back after injury. Uh, Looks like Carson, Chris Carson could be back um, after about a month off, but we'll see what happens there. Carlos Hyde filling in well, 14 carries, 79 yards, and a score. Antonio Gibson has a touchdown in 94 yards as well. Aaron Jones has a touchdown, 71 total yards. Kenyon Drake, just uh, 60 total yards, but he does have a score as well. Mike Davis continues to fill in admirably for Christian McCaffrey. I expect that to happen again this week. Um, the Panthers and the Buccaneers have the last two bye weeks of the year next week in week 13. So all teams are playing this week. I expect Mike davis to get one more shot at this uh, 19 carries 64 yards and a touchdown from mike davis jonathan taylor best game of the season for sure over 100 in total yards 26 touches 15 and a half fantasy points hopefully jonathan taylor is the lead dog moving forward frank gore up in the top 15 fantasy points here gets a touchdown 61 uh, rushing yards 10 receiving yards there chase edmonds james white fills in Six catches on nine targets for 64 yards for James White. Rex Burkhead goes out to injury, carted off the field. We'll talk about James White in the uh, waiver column, but he is definitely worth a pickup and maybe a league winner down the stretch. Caleb Balazs also has a score. Josh Jacobs uh, has a score as well. James Conner does not score, but he has over 
Uh, he has 99 total yards and 16 touches. Damian Harris gets a touchdown. Sullivan Ahmed, not much, but he does get uh, the workload. 17 touches there for the Dolphins. Tony Pollard in a backup role gets a score in 60 yards. James Robinson, pretty solid performance, actually. 94 total yards on 19 touches does not get a score, but against that Pittsburgh defense, 94 total yards is quite impressive. One of the best on the season for an opposing running back. So shouts out to uh, James Robinson. Nick Chubb, 20 carries, 114 yards. He doesn't score, but he gets you a 100-yard floor. Pretty incredible for uh, for Nick Chubb there. If he does get a touchdown, he's pretty much in the top 10, so Nick Chubb is just fine. Then you had uh, Le'Veon Bell, who gets a score. Alvin Kamara gets a score. Does not have a reception for the first time in his career. Taysom Hill, two rushing touchdowns, as I mentioned. Alvin Kamara does not have a rushing or a reception, just one target, first time in his career. So we'll see how that goes moving forward. Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray both score 10 and a half fantasy points. Latavius Murray, 12 carries, 49 yards, two catches, 36 yards. So Latavius Murray getting plenty of work as well. J.D. McKissick, just four targets in this one, three catches, 26 yards, but he gets another 43 on the ground. I think he'll be fine moving forward. Leonard Fournette, four targets, just one catch, does have a touchdown on a short score, uh, but the Buccaneers not able to get it done versus the Rams. Gio Bernard lets down here in the baller category, unfortunately. 13 total touches but just 55 total yards there, five targets, four catches, 37 yards, uh, filling in for um, Joe Mixon. Michael P. Ryan, Miles Sanders, Kareem Hunt, Cam Akers, Naheem Hines, Philip Lindsay, Boston Scott, if you played him in a deeper league, um, all let down. Duke Johnson as well, just 10 carries, 15 yards. He is not a stereotypical running back. He does get five tar- targets in this game after just one last week and no catches, but three catches for 20 yards there. Um, if you were stuck, carry on Johnson. Um, Jordan Wilkins, Todd Gurley, uh, eight carries, 26 yards, one catch for three yards, no score for him. We know that if Todd Gurley does not score, you're hurting there. Uh, Rex Burkhead, again, unfortunately, out with an injury. Those are your ballers and sellers for the running back position. Let's move into the wide receivers. Up at the top here, incredible game from Keenan Allen. 16 catches on 19 targets, 145 and a tutty, 34 and a half fantasy points there. Adam Thielen, incredible game as well. Eight catches on 11 targets, 123 and two scores. One of them was a beautiful one-handed corner grab there, but he also, just like J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram, out this week due to COVID contact, unfortunately. So Adam Thielen uh, is not going to be able to help you in week 12. Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, huge games against the Buccaneers. 12 catches on 15 targets for 130 yards and a touchdown for Robert Woods. Cooper Cup had 11 on 15 or 11 on 13 targets for 145. Just not score, but he had a great um, game there overall. So Robert Woods and Cooper Cup combined for 23 receptions on 28 targets, 175 yards, and the Woods score. Pretty incredible performance there. Tyreek Hill, um, two rushes, uh, but nothing um, on the ground. 11 catches on 14 targets, 102 yards and a score Demir bird filling in for Jacoby Myers. Apparently this week, six catches on seven targets, 132 yards and a touchdown. I'll talk about Demir bird a little bit later. Devonte Adams seven for one Oh six and a score on eight targets. Deontay Johnson, 12 for 16 for 111 does not score. DJ Moore seven for 11 on uh, 127 through the air does not score. Also had a 21 yard rush. Tyler Lockett nine for nine, 67 yard touchdown. Curtis Samuel, Nelson Aguilar, Chris Godwin, Devontae Parker, Justin Jefferson, Mike Williams, CD Lamb, 
AJ Brown, Mike Evans, Chase Claypool, and Michael Pittman Jr. all also have touchdowns on the day, as did AJ Green with four catches, 41 yards on nine targets. A couple of stallers for the wide receiver position. Um, Amari Cooper, just 14 points, six catches for 81 yards, but no score. Calvin Ridley, five for 90 after coming back for a few games. Will Fuller, six for 80 on eight targets. Antonio Brown, eight for 57, but looking a lot better. 13 targets in this one. Looks like AB is starting to heat up. DK Metcalf, look, could have had a much bigger game. We know that. Three catches, 46 yards, a touchdown on five targets. But those other two targets, one was a drop touchdown that hit him literally in the face, and he dropped it. The other one was a dropped probably 40-yard touchdown uh, slant. So DK will be just fine moving forward. Terry McLaurin uh, may have let down Brashad Perryman. I mean, he got a touchdown, so you're stoked on that. Russell Gage, 12 targets. You like to see that. The true number three, if Julio is out with an injury, then it might be Russell Gage moving forward. Keep an eye on that. Brandon Cooks, Robbie Anderson, Emmanuel Sanders. DeAndre Hopkins let down five for 51 on eight targets. Uh, we also had Jalen Rager, Marvin Jones, Nikhil Harry, Christian Kirk, and Randall Cobb let down quite a bit as well. There's a few more others that got hurt early in the game uh, that potentially disappointed you. DJ Chark, four for 41, not injured, but a, a rough game there. Jacoby Myers, as I mentioned, has been the number one for New England for the last month but today uh on sunday it was demir bird three catches 38 yards on his three targets des bryant five targets four catches 28 yards like to see that from des but not much for fantasy jerry judy let down ty hilton continues to um disappoint marquez valdez scantling just 55 yards does not get that long touchdown so he did have a deep catch which looked good but again if he doesn't score he lets you down there josh reynolds comes back to earth three for 32 on six targets julio jones two for two for 39 yards, but he got banged up. So keep an eye on Julio Jones moving forward. Juju Schuster on his birthday uh, got beat up early. Five targets, just 19 yards, but unfortunately he uh, had a disappointing day. T. Higgins as well when Joe Burrow went out. Ten targets for T. Higgins, but just three catches, 26 yards there. Michael Gallup let down. Jarvis Landry, Keelan Cole, Marvin Hall. A handful of these guys that you may have started in a, a, a tough position that um, let down, unfortunately, there. Let's move on to the tight ends, and we'll get into DST and kicker. The tight end top performer, you guessed it, in ESPN leagues, Taysom Hill, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> now, we're going to pass over Taysom Hill here. Let's go to Travis Kelsey, the true number one tight end in the league. Eight catches on 10 targets, 127, and a tutty. 27 PPR fantasy points for Travis Kelsey. Fantastic game from him. Darren Waller, number two, seven for seven, 88 yards, and a touchdown for him. Mark Andrews. Five for seven, 96 yards and a touchdown. Great game from him. Dallas Goddard and Richard Rodgers doing well for the Eagles. Dallas Goddard, five for six, 77 and a touch. Richard Rodgers, two for two, 48 yards and a touchdown for him. Robert Tunyon gets a score and 44 yards for the Packers. Hunter Henry, 48 yards and a touchdown. Eric Ebron, 36 yards and a touchdown. And Jordan Akins for the Texans, five catches, 83 yards on six targets. Dalton Schultz also had a touchdown. Jonu Smith. Chris Herndon and Trey Burton also had touchdowns. Jack Doyle, Dan Arnold for Arizona, and Jason Witten had touchdowns as well. A couple tight ends that may have let you down with single-digit PPR fantasy points, though. Noah Fant, four for 55. Mike Kosicki, four for 43. Jack Doyle, one for six, but did have that score. And um, Austin Hooper, three for 33 on five targets. And Tyler Higby, four for 19. Let's move into the DSTs. Big day for the Browns. Wow. Against the Eagles, 20 fantasy points. They had a touchdown, two picks, a fumble recovery, five sacks, and safety. The Saints, two interceptions, 
eight sacks versus Atlanta and uh, Matt Ryan completely beat up in that game. The Pittsburgh Steelers, four interceptions versus Jacksonville, two sacks, three points allowed. The Panthers, one fumble recovery, five sacks. The Washington football team, one interception, fumble recovery, four sacks. Broncos had one interception and six sacks. And the Chargers had a touchdown, an interception, a sack as well. Double-digit performers there for your DSTs, the Browns, Saints, Steelers, Panthers football team, uh, Broncos, and Chargers. And then a couple DSTs who had zero or negative fantasy points here that may have let you down. The Ravens versus Tennessee had zero fantasy points. The Chiefs versus the Raiders, zero fantasy points. The Dolphins, who are a big uh, streamer this week, negative one. The uh, Patriots, another big streamer, negative one. Houston versus the Patriots, negative one. And the Raiders versus the Chiefs, negative six. Let's get into the top kickers for the week. My man, Rodrigo Blakenship, continues to be the rookie of the year for kick, at least for sure, 14 fantasy points. Uh, he made uh, the game winner in overtime there for the uh, Colts. Young Way Koo continues to impress 13 fantasy points. Steven Goskowski, 12. Mike Badgley, 11. Justin Tucker, Jason Sanders, and Joey Sly, as well as Chris Boswell and Kaimi Fairbairn, all with double-digit fantasy points there from your kicker. A couple of kickers you may have played, maybe that got you, uh, you know, five or less fantasy points. Will Lutz versus Atlanta, just five points. Harrison Butker, five versus the Raiders. Greg Zerline, five versus Minnesota. Dan Bailey, four points. Chase McLaughlin, four points. Randy Bullock, uh, Zang Gonzalez, and Sam Ficken, all with three or less fantasy points. Those are your ballers and stallers for week 11. Again, a handful of injuries. We got some COVID concerns heading into week 12. So let's see what we can do to patchwork those if you need to make a move for week 12. So again, my top options for quarterback are basically based on all of the single quarterback leagues have one or two options on the waiver wire. That's just how it goes. You play 12, let's say everybody rosters two quarterbacks, but you only play 12. There's still, you know, maybe eight starting quarterbacks each week available on waiver wires. Most teams do not. So let's say there's about 18 fantasy quarterbacks rostered in single quarterback leagues that means you have you know a good 14 potentially available to look at as far as your streamer so let's take a look at some of those options there my top five streaming quarterbacks this week Taysom Hill slash Jameis Winston they're at Denver 10th easiest matchup versus quarterbacks Taysom Hill again 233 or 266 not incredible versus um uh, through the air but he just rushed for two uh scores there and again Jameis Winston, I think, should be – he's like your quarterback handcuff. So if you had Breeze or you didn't have Breeze and you picked up Taysom Hill, if you're in ESPN leagues and you fucking played the system or whatever and he was your tight end, fine. You slip one past the goalie, whatever. ESPN has taken that away, rightfully so. He's not a tight end. He's a quarterback. Sorry, he is now a quarterback. So I think uh, Jameis Winston should be owned in all leagues because if Taysom Hill were to go down, playing is basically a rusher, then – uh, we can see T- uh, Jameis Winston come in in this offense. So uh, Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston picked up against Denver. 10th um, easiest matchup. P.J. Walker versus Carolina. Nice game in his debut as an NFL starter. 18th easiest matchup versus uh, Minnesota coming up this week. Derek Carr at Atlanta. Look, easiest versus quarterbacks. You know how I feel about quarterbacks against Atlanta. He played very well against the Chiefs. Just couldn't get it done. Looked to stream Derek Carr. Alex Smith at Dallas after a season high Alex Smith last week. 
week. Looks very good against Dallas. 11th easiest matchup there. And then Kirk Cousins, 11th toughest matchup versus Carolina. But Kirk Cousins has been playing very, very well. Although Adam Thielen is out. So I'm a bit concerned. But if you have to pick up somebody in Superflex or you have to stream in single QBs, you might be able to get away with Kirk Cousins, who's been playing hot lately. Let's get into running backs. Gus Edwards, my number one pickup this week. Again, just 0.6. Fantasy points last week, three carries, six yards. Next opponent at Pittsburgh. I'm not excited about that, but Edwards is my top waiver wire claim this week, although I'm not thrilled about it. After seeing only six touches, or excuse me, three touches on um, Sunday versus Tennessee in an overtime loss, Edwards now gets the lead back duties. After the game, it was announced that both Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins, as I mentioned, would be out for week 12 because of the COVID scare. So look at Edwards to fill in that role. Edwards got passed up by Dobbins. Uh, this Sunday, um, and it wasn't really close, but Dobbins is out. Edwards should get back to at least 13 touches, which he's had in three of the last four games before Sunday's loss to Tennessee. He scored three touchdowns over his last five games as well. So the lead back in Baltimore is somebody I want. However, he's going against the Steelers, who have given up just 17 PPR fantasy points to um, opposing running backs as an entire position. So not for one player. That's the whole position at running back. 17 PPR fantasy points per game, which is the toughest in the league. That's a point and a half per game more than the second toughest, which is the uh, New Orleans Saints. So Edwards should be um, acquired, potentially used if you need. But again, against Pittsburgh with no other teams on by, you may be able to get away from Gus Edwards, and I would if you could. Next up, James White coming back in the place. My man's 14.3 fantasy points. Five carries, 19 rushing yards, six catches, 64 receiving yards. Next opponent is Arizona. Let's fucking go. Stoked for my boy James White getting an opportunity. Finally gets the bulk of the passing duties. Now that Rex Burkhead was unfortunately carted off the field and will miss at least week 12, maybe more. James White has basically disappeared this year with Rex Burkhead being healthy and Cam Newton filling in for Tom Brady behind center. But to Burkhead's credit, he's played very, very well in that role. So we know that role is still in the Patriots playbook it's just been filled by Rex Burkhead versus James White now that Burkhead is out it should lead to James White increasing his season high six receptions on nine targets and give him a good chance to help PP rosters win championships down the stretch so pick him up and start him right away against Arizona who was the 14th easiest matchup against opposing running backs a couple honorable mentions for running backs to pick up off the waiver wire these are well, you'll, you'll spot a trend here. Let's see if you can pick it up before I bring it to you. Tony Pollard, Dallas running back versus the football team. Seventh toughest matchup, but pick him up. Latavius Murray for the New Orleans Saints at Denver. Third toughest, toughest matchup. J.K. Dobbins out this week, but back against Dallas. Should remain that lead running back in two weeks. If you can stash him, 11th toughest matchup. I like that. And Raheem Mostert coming off a bye this week. If he's still available against the Rams, fourth toughest matchup. Now, with the exception of Raheem Mostert, are you spotting a trend? These are all handcuffed running backs. Go get your handcuff for your running back or go get your opponents handcuffed. This is the time of year you need to consolidate your roster, get the best players and high upside players. You know, drop your wide receiver five you're not going to use. Drop your backup tight end. Drop your backup DST. Drop your backup quarterback that you're not going to use in, in case of an injury. You need to start consolidating your rosters and pick up the handcuffs in the league. who could potentially be league winners if the top guy goes down. Next up, wide receivers, Demir Bird, 26.3 PPR fantasy points, six catches, 132 yards in the score. Next up, Arizona, Demir Bird equaled his season high in receptions with six, amassed a new season high in receiving yards with 132 and scored his first touchdown of 2020, a beautiful 42-yarder from Cam Newton. 
this was an interesting situation for Bird and the Patriots in that Cam Newton threw for just um, his second game with 40 or more pass attempts and 65 or 365 or more passing yards um, for just the second time this year, but only three targets went to Jacoby Myers, who had seemed to be Newton's favorite target over the past month. Now that's seven, uh, 37 targets have gone to Jacoby Myers um, over the last four games prior to week 11. So nonetheless, Bird got it done and could hopefully see another busy day against the Cardinals. We know that Kyler Murray is going to move the ball up and down the field and score points on the Patriots. Hopefully Cam Newton and company can do the same. So let's hope Bird uh, returns another big day. But, you know, Myers could get – Myers should be shadowed, I think, by Patrick Peterson and then Buda, ba- Buda Baker over the top if the Patriots – deem Jacoby Myers right now the number one that might be Nikhil Harry uh who knows but I do expect uh, Demir Bird to get some more work against Arizona Nelson Aguilar for the Raiders 20 almost 21 fantasy points six catches 88 receiving yards and a touchdown going against the Atlanta Falcons y'all know how I feel about that Nelson Aguilar had a season high with six receptions in a shootout versus the Chiefs on Sunday night staying on brand he also dropped at least one pass that would have put him over 100 yards receiving for just the second time this season. Now, nine targets may have been a product of basically chasing the Chiefs and keeping up with Mahomes, but there's no reason to think it won't happen again in Week 12 as the Raiders play the Falcons, who is a top-five option for opposing wide receivers and quarterbacks. You guys know that. So let's um, let's you know keep an eye on that because, again, if they're in another shootout, Nelson Aguilar seems to be the top receiver there for um, Las Vegas. However, they're actually – you know, the Falcons are actually 15th against the run, so they may be throwing the ball more. That's why a lot of teams throw on them as much as they do. And if Julio Jones is healthy, the Falcons can hopefully uh, get right after a terrible performance versus the uh, Saints. So keep an eye on Nelson Aguilar. A couple honorable mentions. CeeDee Lamb, probably rostered, but keep an eye on him and see if he isn't. Fourth toughest matchup against the Washington football team, but in case he got dropped out of frustration and the Cowboys recently being on bye, take a look. Lamb returned with four receptions for his third straight game, and he saw six targets for just the second time since week six. He got Andy Dalton back, and he had his second touchdown since week four. So take a look. Andy Dalton's back. Looks better. Should be not a shootout per se, but a Thanksgiving matchup that always has fireworks with the Cowboys. So take a look at um, CeeDee Lamb in case he got dropped. Mike Williams for the Chargers against Buffalo, seventh toughest matchup, but this game should be a shootout with Justin Herbert playing on fire this season. Keenan Allen had unreasonable 19 targets and Williams still went four for 72 and one on seven targets. So there's plenty of work there. Trey white should shadow Keenan Allen. So perhaps Williams can get a few extra looks in week 12 and maybe get you that score. Tim Patrick for the Broncos. Looks like KJ Hamler and Tim Patrick are starting to take over those one and two roles. Uh, Jerry Judy seeing the top coverage and not really able to handle it just yet. So Tim Patrick playing well. Against the Saints coming up, 18th versus receivers, but Patrick has seen a season-high 119 receiving yards on eight targets for the third game in five weeks. New Orleans was without Marshawn Lattimore last week, so if Lattimore is out again, that's a huge upside play and opportunity for Tim Patrick and the Broncos keeping on that. And Corey Davis for the Titans. This one is always unreliable. We know that. Playing the Colts, fifth toughest matchup against wide receivers, but Davis is trending up after a stinker in Week 9 going 5 for 67 on six targets and in week 10, five for 113 on seven targets in week 11. A.J. Brown had the same amount of targets with seven, but he is seeing the top coverage and uh, 
uh, Corey Davis was able to outpace him with yardage. So keep an eye on Corey Davis if you need a spot start at wide receiver. Tight end, Dalton Schultz for the Cowboys last week, 12 and a half fantasy points, four catches, 25 yards and a touchdown. Gets the Washington football team on Thanksgiving coming up. Dalton Schultz has been the lone ranger for the Cowboys to actually remain somewhat consistent over the last two months since Dak Prescott went down after returning from Dallas's bye with Andy Dalton back in action. Schultz had his lowest yardage total since week seven with just 25 yards, but he caught his first touchdown since week seven. We like that, of course, at the tight end position. He's seen at least six targets in each of the last three games versus Washington and his eighth best matchup against opposing tight ends. So the Dalton to Dalton matchup is sounding pretty good to get fantasy managers uh, in that playoff push, which is streaming tight end. A couple honorable mentions for the tight end position. Evan Ingram coming off a bye at Cincinnati, fourth easiest first tight ends. Noah Fant versus the Saints, 11th easiest first tight ends. Eric Ebron for the Steelers against the Ravens, 10th easiest first tight ends. And Jimmy Graham off the bye versus the Packers, fifth toughest. But I think uh, outside of Allen Robinson, I'm not sure what they're going to do if they don't have a quarterback with Nick Foles beat up and Mitch Trubisky beat up and them not wanting to play him, they might have to just check down all game anyway. That could just be Jimmy Graham, so keep an eye on him. One more time, the uh, waiver wire pickups for week 12. We have no teams on by, which is great. Teams coming off the by, so keep an eye on these players who may be available. Chicago Bears, San Francisco 49ers, New York Football Giants, and the Buffalo Bills. Keep an eye on some of those guys that may have been dropped. Streaming quarterbacks this week, Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston, P.J. Walker. Derek Carr, Alex Smith, and Kirk Cousins. Running backs, Gus Edwards and James White. My 1A and 1B pickups for the week overall. Tony Pollard, Latavius Murray, J.K. Dobbins, Raheem Mostert. Go get the handcuffs. Wide receivers, Demir Bird, Nelson Aguilar. Also, CeeDee Lamb, Mike Williams, Tim Patrick, and Corey Davis. And at tight end, Dalton Schultz. And then Evan Ingram, Noah Fant, Eric Ebron, and Jimmy Graham as your honorable mentions. All right, y'all. It's a lot from me. Tomorrow, we got the Stat Rat episode for Dweez Nuts. Filling back in. Then we have Lucas and I covering the Thanksgiving games, plus Sunday night football and Monday night football. And then Bobby LaMarco coming in to cover the rest of these Sunday slate games in the morning and the afternoon. And Chris Benavides, of course, on Friday, dishing out the week 11 recap for the TCK Listener League in the week 12 preview as we get ready for the fantasy football playoffs. I appreciate y'all sticking through. Long episode for me solo. I'm going to get out of here. Appreciate y'all. Hope you have a wonderful, safe week. If you are traveling, be safe uh, with you and your families. Take uh, necessary uh, precautions. I wish you all well. Hope everyone's doing well in this crunch time. Best of luck in week 12 with your waivers. Best of luck in your matchups. This is episode 309. I'm your host, Sky Guasco, and I am out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.